Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United United Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus the Ed and Charlie show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Club and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Ed Dyson here and ah, I want to, um, <laughs> I'm nervous to do this. I want to um, share some news with you guys, Charlie and Moon and everyone else here. Exciting. Mm. <laughs> Are you um, married? Well, close. You're pregnant. <laughs> no, that's just holiday weight. Um, I'm engaged. Oh, <gasps> no way. Congratulations. <laughs> that's so exciting. Brilliant. I'm not really April Fool's. Oh, I totally <laughs> bought that. <laughs> I really, really thought that you guys were not going to buy it because Moon just said April Fool's just before we started recording. Oh, so I thought, I oh it's going to be really fresh in the brain now. I just got really scared that I'd ruined it by being like, oh, are you married? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I've ruined his announcement. I was like, oh, no, Charlie's called it. <laughs> I would have got engaged and married, like, really quickly then. <laughs> yes, that's true. Married without the engagement. <laughs> I've been feeling really mischievous today. So I rang my dad and told him I was engaged he wasn't bothered. He believed it, but was not that interested. So that was a bit of a waste of one. I, t- I told a friend of mine that I was um, starting the adoption process. Um, he was very happy for me. And what else did I do? Oh, I told one of my friends, Rich, who recorded on the podcast a few weeks ago, that I had been secretly sleeping with old men for money. Um, <laughs> but he didn't believe me because he didn't believe anyone would pay. So that was like the plot hole. <laughs> Oh. But that's the only one that didn't work. But so far, I have an almost 100% success rate. Yes, I don't know why we believed you, Ed. It's terrible. <laughs> Who'd want to marry you? <laughs> no one. That will never be true. Have you guys had any other ones done on you today, so to speak? Someone messaged me saying, um, oh, why is there a naked photo of you on your Insta story? Well, there actually is. Believe. And then when you open the message, it says like April Fool's at the bottom. But as, as a preview, it just comes up that message. And I did... <laughs> because that, I mean, judging through my freaking gallery on my phone, that's very likely. <laughs> I was going to say, has she seen your Instagram? Because it's not far from the truth anyway. I know, she'd have been like, yeah, and what? <laughs> what about yeah. you, Moon? So my mum came in in the morning and said, we're in Scotland, and she said, uh, Nicola Sturgeon's done an alcohol ban. <laughs> That is a good one. And I freaked out and then she went, April Fool's. <laughs> Scotland would literally shut down. I By know, the way, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I need to clarify. Obviously, this podcast is going out on April the 2nd, but we are recording it the day before. So I think, is there, is, does something happen when you do an April Fool's not on April Fool's? Oh, no, you can only do it till 12, can't you? And then if after 12, you're a fool. Oh, those are the rules. I th- is that the rule? Can someone get the rule book out, please? <laughs> well, someone I'm sure listening will let us know. You guys tell us um, how wrong I am. I think I am a fool now. I mean, I didn't need that to tell me, but I think I should have done it before 12 o'clock. But, but we like to record in the afternoon after we've had our coffee and our first glass of wine. So that was not um, possible. Um, 
Speaking of falls, have you guys been watching The Tiger King? Where are you up to? Oh my God, it's everything. Watch it all <laughs> in one go. Love it. Do you know how many episodes there are? Because I don't know how near the end I am. I think seven. I'm on episode... I think oh, I must be close to the end now. <gasps> it's so good. I'm about episode four. I've watched four or five. Do, where would you guys rank it? I mean, everyone's talking about it. Where would you rank it on the list of like all-time true crime series? <laughs> These are all-time TV shows. It's up there with Breaking Bad and Sopranos <laughs> and Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, where would you put it? I think it's... um. I mean, it's just so mad. Weird. It's just how, I mean, obviously we've got to talk about how the hell Joe has got two straight husbands and I've got zero gay boyfriends. That's well, great. The, the answer to that is meth, I think. Is that a spoiler? But I think that emerged that they spoiler just need... Spoiler alert! Everyone's just... on meth. I think from the fucking first 10 minutes, you can tell everyone's on meth. I don't think that's a spoiler. <laughs> that man and his teeth... Um, and my boyfriend, not fiancé, did say, if they had all that money, why did they not get them teeth fixed? Like, because he's quite good looking apart from the fact he has one fucking tooth. <laughs> I know, it's mad. And I want to talk about the other husband, but that is, I feel, a spoiler that if, I don't know if you are there yet, Moon, and Charlie, you know, obviously know what I'm talking about. I've not seen much about the, the other one, only that on episode two, they when they got together... I'm not going to talk about it then because I don't want to spoil what is an amazing viewing experience for so many people. Yeah, and some of the viewers probably haven't <laughs> seen it all yet. The listeners. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I do actually, funnily enough, our first celebrity letter this week is from Joe Exotic. Oh my God, all the way from prison. <laughs> that is a spoiler, Charlie. No, it's in the first 10 minutes. That's in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, they open on him being in prison. Oh my God. I totally missed that. <laughs> Mortifying. Okay, right. I'm going to play his recording now. He sent us an audio. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Appreciate it. Dear Ed and Charlie, my name is Joe Exotic, otherwise known as the Tiger King. Now, as fellow gays, I'm hoping you can help me out. There's someone that I hate. I'm not sure if you've heard but it's that bitch Carol Baskins. I want that bitch dead. But, spoiler alert, Netflix users, my attempts to have her killed have, as of yet, been unsuccessful. Have you two ever thought about how you would murder someone? And if so, how would you do it? Thank you very much. The Tiger King... Joe Exotic. Wow. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh God, he only gets two phone calls a day and one of them was to us. <laughs> I know, amazing. So, I mean, that's quite an outrageous question, but I've, um, obviously we would never murder anyone, Charlie, but have you ever thought about your method? Well, now I'm inspired by Carol Baskin, who clearly, I'm going to go on record, sue me, Carol, I think she fed her husband to the tigers. She clearly did. And the thing is, I don't even think she... Um, I think she wants everyone to know without confirming it. I don't think she cares that people think it. I think she's getting off on it. She does. It's her fetish. How many people are going to dress up as her for Halloween? If we're well, allowed well, out of the house. Look at my Instagram. I've already got the cat outfit. Hail, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> 
<laughs> cool cats and kittens. Like, that's how I should have opened the show. It should we is. start doing that from now on? Cats and kittens. <laughs> so no, I'm inspired by Carol now. I would set up a tiger sanctuary. I mean, it's obviously quite the murder in the making. I've got to give it a f- few years. I would set up a tiger sanctuary and then feed into the tigers. So, yeah, I think they said in the show, sorry if this is spoiling anything, Moon. I don't think it is yet. But um, if you kill someone like with a with a gun and then feed them to tigers, a tiger's stomach will is so acidic it breaks everything down so there'll be no evidence. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that bit. Okay, so it doesn't really matter how you kill them. As long as there's a tiger, there'll be no evidence. Take them to London Zoo. Uh, Does London Zoo have tigers? No, it's too cold here. No, yeah, I think it does. I thought they did, yeah. Um, Oh, poor... I did get worried about the tigers in the show, though. I feel like they must be so cold sometimes when it's winter. They are Tigers exist in the cold, don't they? Like... Yeah, I think they can survive anywhere. You get those white tigers as well. (laughs) And they can do anywhere. Manchester. Those honky tigers. Anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not Hull, though. They have some standards. That's a bit grim. But, um, yeah, I think my method uh, has always... I shouldn't really share it because it's in my back pocket if ever I need it. But I always thought a good way to kill someone might be to get them really, really drunk... Or maybe even spike them so they're almost passed out but still just about can move. Then take them back to your house and run a bath and put them in the bath and gently hold them under the water until they drown to death. God. I'm not saying I... I'm not saying... (laughs) I'm not saying I would do that, but do you think you just wouldn't get caught? Because, like, loads of people slip under in the bath, like Whitney Houston... And... I was going to say, have you uh, seen Whitney recently? Yeah, well, I <laughs> that was nothing to... I would never... What gay man would kill Whitney Houston? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Prince I would kill, not Whitney. Um, I also didn't kill Prince. God, there's going to be so many disclaimers on this episode. Um, but yeah, I think... God, if anyone I know ever dies in a bath now, I'm going to be suspect numero uno. It I'm is. going to be a Netflix the... documentary about you. <laughs> <laughs> Me from jail. (laughs) Um, Moon, what about you? Have you ever... I can't imagine you killing anyone. I can kind of see it for me and Charlie, but... (laughs) Especially how quickly we answered the question. (laughs) I can't think of anything, any any good good ways, but I think uh, in in the film Snatch, they were saying, never trust a a man with a pig farm. And it's similar to the tigers, where uh, the pigs will eat anything. Oh, yeah, that happens in um, Hannibal as well. <gasps> they, they they feed him to the pigs. That's so horrible in yes. Hannibal. It's terrifying. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> that's Science of the Lambs, but I just really like doing it. You um, are good at that one. Yeah, that's right. why. I think that's the foolproof one. Get animals so, to eat the bodies. Well, we're all in agreement then. It's good to feed corpses to animals. So I'm glad we, glad we cleared that up. I hope that helps you, Joe. <gasps> oh, sorry, I just hiccuped. God, that's a new one. I'm usually just burping. Now people will think I really did have that glass of wine. I swear to God, I haven't. Um, from something very dark, let's go to something very light, which is our weekly favourite. Hum Ting Wong, Hum Ting Wong. Charlie, can you guess the song? Spoiler, no, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> so Charlie, do you remember what the theme is? Uh, is this going to be one of Joe Exotic's songs? No, I did think of that, but obviously it's too unrecognisable. But basically the whole time we're in isolation, I think I'm going to stick to doing uh, 
isolation, coronavirus, social distancing themed songs. It's my favourite Spotify playlist. <laughs> so I think you will get this one. I fucking love this song. Also, you may notice we've uh, started swearing again because uh, these latest episodes we're not giving to podcast radio. So let's swear it up, guys. You cunts. <laughs> Sorry. If you do now, I have to later censor these. That's going to be really annoying. Um, sorry. Right, let's do this. I'm ready. That is what it sounds like when you feed people to pigs. <laughs> I am befuddled and baffled. <laughs> Are you discombobulated? I am, yeah. <laughs> Bewildered. Um, have you not got a power ballad? Literally, it sound, is it two? Is it a duet? It sounds like two different singers. It is two different singers. It's a band. It's a band. Do you know it, Moon? No, I was hoping Whitney, but it's not. Oh, it's a band. Why? Well, I didn't know Whitney was going to crop up when I started the episode. Otherwise, I probably would have done that. I'll do Whitney next week if she has an isolation themed song. Excellent idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need another clue. You have to give us a clue. A band. It's an 80s band, and this song was memorably covered in Glee, although that's pretty much every song. And the name of the band is an organ, as in body organ, not instrument organ. Organ. Heart, and the t- yes! brain, You eyes. got it! You got it on heart. Heart? Heart is the band. Heart's a band? There's a band called Heart. I forgot that. Heart. <laughs> Moon, you've heard of Heart, haven't you? Don't, I don't think so, but I, I bet I know the song. What else did Heart sing apart from Don't Say the Hum song? The what? What else have Heart sung? Heart, I've never heard of this. These dreams that are bit... That's not the song I was humming, but that's, I think, one of their other songs. I don't know. You were singing that with lyrics and I still don't know it. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing the heart song, which is called "Alone." Till now, I always oh, got here my, we go, here my we go. own. I never really cared until I met you. Oh, I don't know why I'm doing share. Um, <laughs> yeah, there needs to be more no. covers. That is a very famous classic power ballad, and it's amazing. Oh, you, do you know what? I do know that song, but like, yeah. if I was in a pub quiz and someone said who sung it, I wouldn't have a clue. Do you remember it being in Glee? No, who sung it in Glee? The Rachel Bird. No, in Glee it was... Um, I've forgotten the name of the gingerhead teacher with the squeaky voice. That oh, no. Her name. No, tell a lie. It was Kristen Chenoweth. 
she was guest starring and she sang it as a duet with Matthew Morrison, a.k.a. What was his name in the show? Mr. Schuster. Mr. Schuster, yes. Um, they sung it as a duet and it's to this day one of my favourite Glee covers. God, that's a gay sentence. Um, if anyone's interested in my all-time favourite Glee cover... I am. Then that... <laughs> <laughs> then that would be... Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh, I Dreamed a Dream. Actually, I can't decide. There's too many. Oh, no, it's, it's the mashup. Someone Like You with um, Rumour Has It. That's my favourite. That's my favourite. Oh. I never really liked any of Rachel's stuff. I think the Glee stuff I love was... Um... I like, to be fair, I only really like the first series. Which, se- do you like the second series? No, the first, like, I loved um, Somebody to Love. Find me. Yes, that was good. Love. <laughs> and I did like, um, what other Glee songs I love? Oh, I loved um, um, Dream On, Dream On. Was that Neil Patrick Harris? Was he in Glee? I thought he had a little cameo in Glee as, like, a rival teacher, maybe. That sounds right, because he's very, like, Dr. Schuster. So I can Im- That must have been a later season. That was when the quality really dropped off, when, like, Sarah Jessica Parker was guesting and, like, members of the cast were dying. <laughs> that was the saddest episode ever. God, that was the saddest. They did that really well. That was very tastefully done. I will never, ever get over the shock of that. That was really shocking, wasn't it? Was it a heroin overdose? Yeah, I think it was. It was drugs, yeah. Only a drug overdose. And then the other one was a paedophile, wasn't he? Yeah. And is he dead? No, he's in prison. Oh, no, wait. Did he? Maybe he did die. Either him or the guy from Lost Prophets killed themselves. I can't remember which one. Or both. It wasn't the Lost Prophets guy. He's alive. One paedophile... One paedophile killed themselves. God, this is a dark episode. Do you remember when the Lost Prophets guy was called Ian Watkins, the same as H. Yes. (laughs) And loads of news uh, sites like ran the picture of H with the story. And I think he got loads of money from that, like more than he got from tragedy. Too bloody right he should. I know he sued their asses. Honestly, that paedophilia is the best thing that ever happened to H. So good for him. (laughs) That's what I say. And, um, oh shit, on that note... We need to take a break. We've been rambling on and on. Mainly me, I'm sorry. Um, so another song that's beloved by many. Donair for trappy, no. Donair for trappy, no. Donair for trappy, nair for trappy, nair for trappy, no. Ah, uh, hi there. Hi. I'm, um, I'm Caitlyn Jenner. I'm um, uh, making a statement currently because I'm, I'm getting yeah, pretty upset, really. Yeah, pretty upset. Um, getting a lot of messages, the, um, the last week of people saying, hope you're okay, gotta look after the elderly, look after the vulnerable. Um, I'm sorry, but I, I don't see myself as elderly or vulnerable. Um, (laughs) elderly? I've had more facelifts and you've had hot dinners. I didn't have all that, spend all that money on this face for you to call me elderly. Okay. So cut that out. You know, show me some respect. Um, that's all I have to... <coughs> Sorry, I've had this cough the last few days. Don't know, don't know what's going on here. I'm, it's quite a fever, but... Um, <coughs> I'll write something later, okay? Bye. 
United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back and um, today's pleb subject is actually from myself. I want to get both of your opinions on something that I've realised is um, the thing that upsets and frustrates me most in the whole world. Yes, do the facelift. (laughs) (laughs) No, my face frustrates and upsets other people, not me. Um, I I have to take a deep breath before this because this really upsets me. And I've had a few conversations with friends about this week and it's a very divisive, controversial topic. So let's brace ourselves. And this might be a bit of a hot button subject for you, Moon, because you live in a flat that involves buzzing someone in because that's what this is about, really. Um, I can't remember if you're one of the offenders that I'm about to talk about, but we're going to get to it. Here's how, how I feel. If you are somebody who lives in a flat that involves buzzing someone in, I do not understand why when someone comes to your f- house and you buzz them in, you do not, when they come up to the front door of your flat, have the door already open for them. This is something I feel very strongly about. And it happened to me this week and it's, and it's happened to me all my life and it's quite common. But when it happened this week, it suddenly was the last straw. And I realised that, that, that I have been put on this earth for a reason. And it's to stop this because it is absolutely unacceptable. Why, if you're in the flat and you know your friend is downstairs and you buzz them in, do you not use the time that it takes them to get upstairs to open the door and greet them? Please, guys, I want to hear your opinion as on this hot topic subject. Well, first of all, what are you doing outside the house? What do you I mean? Call, call the police on you. <laughs> you should be quarantining. <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah, that's true. So we're, we're being hypothetical here. Put ourselves in the past. <laughs> Literally, on this, on this podcast, you've, uh, you know, um, told us how you're going to commit murder and you've told us you've been leaving the house. The police are going to be all over us. Listen, I left the house, if you must know to fix the glasses of an elderly woman who's on her own because oh, and I'm I'm volunteering for Age UK and we didn't speak to each other well we did speak to each other but we kept a safe distance and I fixed her glasses which was an emergency and I'm not mad at her because obviously she's an old lady and she obviously has a lot going on but it reminded me of everyone else I know who's done this, including some of my very close friends and I just think it has to stop and the book stops here I think. <laughs> this is it. It's all going to end. Charlie, do you live in a flat where you buzz people in? No, we just live on a it's like council estate. You just come straight to the door. Have you ever, in the words of Brandy, have you ever? Have I ever lived in the buzz? No, I haven't actually had to ever buzz anyone in. I haven't either. So I actually cannot speak from experience. So I guess this falls to you, Moon. Yes, I live in a flat and I buzz people in. And do you open the door for them? That's right. I, I wait because they have to get a lift up. So that gives me the right time to go, run from the bother up the stairs and be waiting for them at the door. Okay, so you do what I believe should be done. The only reason why I'm late, I would not be up at the door, 
is because I've buzzed and I've had to run like I've noticed something untidy or something and I've used the vital 20 seconds to quickly do a tidy up or something random like that. Oh, that makes sense. I guess if the person was dropping by unexpectedly, then I guess that is more forgivable because you're right. That's something I hadn't considered. But in today's day and age, 2020... Especially. But when I'm, when I'm expecting someone, there's no reason. Yeah, I'll, I'll always uh, run upstairs. Well, what I think people should do is as soon as they've buzzed you in, open the front door to the flat and then just shove a shoe in it or something and then carry on with whatever you're doing. Is that, is that outrageous? No, it's uh, that's what, what I do a lot. Charlie, are you I with me? I don't like when there's two buzzers... And yeah. then you get the first buzzer, and then when you get to the second buzzer, they're not, like, waiting for you. You're, like, having to wait for them to get to back to the buzz me in again. It's like, you knew I was coming because I come through the first buzz, so you should be waiting for the second buzz. Bitch, I've never heard of two buzzers. Where is this Fort Knox place you're going to? <laughs> it is when I go visit my mum in prison. <laughs> ah! It's your mum, Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Baskins is free for now. I well, definitely see the resemblance, I'm- Charlie. Do you guys please empathise that this is quite important? It is. I don't know why they're doing daily briefings on Corona. (laughs) (laughs) They should be ahead of it. Charlie, do you have something like this that is your ultimate thing that just completely sends you completely off the edge? What's my ultimate... um, What do I really hate? Oh, I do... Oh, gold. (laughs) <laughs> it's what? a current it's a current issue i wonder if they'll be listening um oh god i want to hear it now is it when no, people walk in on you naked will be listening, and if they do this will be awkward <laughs> i don't it i've got a tea, i've got a tea bag situation <gasps> oh my god this is too dirty for the podcast oh no i'm talking i'm talking yorkshire brew Tetley's tea bag situation. I don't care where he's from. It's disgusting. No, I know what you mean. Is this when people leave tea bags on the worktop? Yeah, and it's literally about half a meter from the bin. What's that? I, about? I agree. I think that's. I don't understand why you would do that. I just like it takes two extra steps to go to the bin. Well, I have a little. I don't even know what you would call it. Like a little small little plate. But it's just specifically for tea bags. What do you call it? A tea plate. <laughs> tea plate. Yes, tea plate. That's the tea. Charlie, how do you feel about this? Sometimes I will put like a tea bag on a plate. Is that okay? Yes, but is it near? I just think my my kitchen ain't that big. It's like what? And then and then they they put two tea bags on top of each other. They pile them up. <laughs> What's that about? Just put it in the bin. Oh, I just realised because you just said current situation, that means your current flatmate. Yes. <gasps> oh my god, are they a listener? Let's. We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is a good passive-aggressive way I can get them to change all their behaviours. I've just announced them on the podcast and then see them subtly <laughs> change over time. <laughs> This is not a podcast. This is a platform for bullying. Let's make that clear from the jump. Um, <laughs> Charlie, I've never, this up. I've never lived with someone who does that. But I, my brother, when we were growing up, he used to leave orange peel everywhere. And I find that very triggering. So I do understand because that's quite similar. It's like it's just an annoying thing to have around the house. And like it orange makes pe- no sense. The bin is there. If the bin was in another room, I could understand it. But there's a bin there. 
Yeah, so if you live in like a big Kardashian mansion, I can imagine it is quite an... No, because you would still put the bin near to where you make tea, wouldn't you? Oh, no. <laughs> it's very um, Sex in the City, Harry and Charlotte. That's the first thing I thought when you said it. And I just thought of Harry's ass just sitting down on the, the chair. No, I got caught. Did I tell you? I went on... It's not to have a tangent. I went on a date. I don't know if I ever Ooh. said this on the podcast. I went on a date maybe August, last year, September, with a bloke. And we were discussing Sex in the City. And he went to me, mm, you're definitely a Charlotte. <gasps> oh my god you are not a charlotte thank you i was flabbergasted i think you're samantha with a Carrie rising okay <laughs> is that how people say it i think so but i couldn't believe it i was honestly knocked me down with a feather when he said i was a charlotte but then maybe i am with the tea bags maybe i'm becoming a charlotte do you think it's because your name is charlie and that's like charlotte and he was just being very unimaginative i think he's just calling me an uptight bitch I suppose Charlotte works in creative industries. She She's barely a... works, babe. That is true. Well, that's also you, isn't it? Well, isn't it? Let's, let's be honest. But yeah, well, I'm, that was the shock of, that was the gag of last year. Honestly, the face, <laughs> so, crack of, the face crack of 2019 was being called a Charlotte. Did you still sit on his face? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better for getting that off my chest, to be honest. I really do, because it's been really weighing down on me and making me feel quite sick, actually. That might be the virus. But, <laughs> Take um, a flight in. So this happened to you recently with the lady? It happened on Tuesday, which I'm not angry at her. It just reminded me of all the other times that I think I've let it slide and it's built up inside. And then when it happened, I just realised... Why have I been putting up with this? This is unacceptable. Why am I waiting outside the door when the person on the other side knew in advance that I was arriving? What is more important going on in that flat right now than my arrival? I, I, like I say, she's fine, but I just reminded me of all my other friends over the years. And what then friends? I spoke to, well, you know, my teddies, stuff like that. <laughs> no, um, my friend Rich, who was on the podcast the other week, I spoke to him about it and he said he thinks it's normal to, to let people come up and then answer the door for them. And we got into what can only be described as quite a fiery exchange. And, it, and my friend Rich is a very nice person. So to, to have him back the other side really made me think, oh, no, this is this is an uphill battle for me. This is a campaign. This is my... Vietnam. It is. You're Gina Miller. Did you get that reference? No, what is it? She's the one that launched about... Um, uh, she was like a Brexit anti-Brexit campaigner. Gina Miller? Yeah, Gina Miller. No. Gina's a horrible name. Oh, right. she's, not, she's not a drag queen. She didn't choose it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like RuPaul with Heidi in Closet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so how are you guys keeping occupied this week? Do you want to share some of your big, big plans? <laughs> oh, huge. <laughs> Exciting plans I got. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you missing doing, like, performing, Charlie? Yeah, I'm missing... Well, yeah, that is what I'm just missing people. Do you find you just look outside your window and there'll be, like, a red car will pull up and you're like, oh, what is going on here? <laughs> You're like so excited that a car's pulled up. And then Carol Baskins gets out and you're like, shit, hide. (laughs) She's heard the podcast. She's after me. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's quite sad, actually. You know, um, 
what day is it today? Wednesday. So Friday would have been our first ever United Queendom event. So we were kind of just get gearing up to launch it, weren't we? And it was um, it was going to be a snatch yeah. snatch yeah. game special. So we're going to me and Charlie. We we were both going to pick our favorite snatch game moments and play some games with the audience and stuff. So that's a shame that's not happening. But we'll have to do something when all this is over. Um, hope hopefully. When do you guys think it is going to be over? The world or <laughs> <laughs> this? What we're we calling it a crisis? This global crisis. Well, the, for the sound, the peak is April 12th. Really? That's quite soon. Yeah, but I think the peak's going to last a while and it'll be like peak. It'll be peak for a while. And then... Um, peak, I peak. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like best case scenario is end of June. I agree. I'm thinking June is when we're going to start to... I don't think we'll return to full normality, but I think a lot of the main restrictions might be lifted. Yeah, I think there'll be a ban on like, I still think there'll be a ban on big groups. So like any concerts or theatre, I think won't open. But I think maybe like less than 15 people they might allow at the start. Well, know. our United Kingdom event will be fine then. Because I think that's, <laughs> that's what we were projecting. Um, do you, this, this is what I want to know. Do you think when this is over, people are going to go out more because they've had this lull? Or do you think a lot of people are going to actually be more staying in because they've got used to it i think i think there'll be a, a big like release <laughs> well, we'll love a big release um <laughs> uh, of like everyone rushing it oh i don't know i still think there'll be it will lose it will just be tainted i was thinking even now like something like and pride Sorry. if you're all in a tent dancing it'll just be tainted with this fear of like yeah do you but think maybe though, the gays don't care maybe the gays will party regardless oh come on the gays have caught worse than this i think we'll be fine <laughs> um well i'm optimistic i still feel even though it's a bad time there's going to be a lot of positives that come out of it and i'm not just talking about the test results i mean like i think we're going to learn to be more of a community support each other uh, help the vulnerable and remember to support local businesses and just i don't know i'll work together is that cheesy yeah no, I think it's been, it's been it's done like everyone's uh, realised how important the NHS is. I think everyone, well, someone who works absolutely. in TV, I think everyone's realised how important the BBC is. Yes. We in should have known these things anyway, but yes. I know, but I feel like the BBC was a bit under attack. But I feel like now everyone's like, no, we, that's why we need a public broadcaster to give us true and accurate information. I will say, not to be shady, I do think it was a disgrace that they were taking away the free license fee for over 75s and they've now taken that back for the duration of this pandemic but i assume they'll never restore it because it was very unpopular but i thought that was not a nice thing to do mean yeah but in general i do think the nhs and bbc are british staples that we shouldn't take for granted and should celebrate definitely especially the nhs Look at us getting on our little soapbox. <laughs> uh, did, did you guys do that clap thing? When was that? I've lost all track of time. I don't even know, like, what day it is or how long this has been going on. Yeah, it's like eight o'clock every evening. Not every, sorry. <laughs> Moon's clapping every evening. <laughs> on his own. <laughs> like, oh why is it just me every evening? <laughs> <laughs> There's no one in our village, so, yeah, not the only one. <laughs> You're the only moon in the village. Oh, my God. Ha, 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 ha.
Well, on that note, I think that's it for this week. So uh, we will see you on Monday for our Snatch Game Drag Race recap, <gasps> so which I'm so exciting. excited about. I love, 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 love Snatch Game. And um, yeah, until next time, stay fresh, cheese bags. Wash your hands, everyone. <laughs> I can't believe you just let that slide what I said. <laughs> Someone sent me a meme today that said, stay fresh, cheese bags. And I thought it'd be a good way to sign off. But now I've said it, I really regret it. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I think we just regret this whole episode. Should we go again from the top? <laughs> no, I loved it, really. Thank you guys so much. Thank you all for listening. I will see you Monday. Stay safe. Bye. 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 The letters featured on The Ed and Charlie Show are not real. Any listeners who thought otherwise should see a GP immediately. The Ed and Charlie Show is affiliated with no one and is likely to die alone and should be kept away from children, those easily offended, and the celebrities featured. Any celebrities wanting to send legal letters, please do not. We do not have the budget.